0: Hey, hey everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast and as per usual, I'm going to kick the ball over to uh, John Randall and I in just a few minutes here. After I rattle off some of the stuff that I've been playing lately, I've been doing quite a bit of gaming as of late And on this week's uh, episode or on the Save It for the Cast. Once we get to the conversation stuff, we definitely lean a little heavy into the basketball conversation with John and Randall. Uh, This is from a recording that we did uh, a little bit before the basketball season started up proper, Uh, so they were kind of speculating some of the teams that you know just just how things might go that season Uh, but we do uh in the back half of the episode definitely veer into video game territory per usual and it's just kind of funny it's like us getting ready to like we're talking about what order we're gonna record it and then we end up veering off for like 25 30 minutes so there's a lot of fun uh chit chat here a few little funnies at the end as well but like I said as always I got to talk about some of the stuff that I've been playing uh and I've done a few streams lately and uh yeah, I jumped on, uh, did a short stream. I wish I could have streamed a little bit longer, but my back uh, pain started creeping up on me a little bit. But I ended up playing some uh, Ludum Dar fifty-two entries. Uh, that's you know one of our favorite game jams. And if you're unfamiliar, game jam is typically uh, you know folks make games over the course of uh, you know three four days. I think it's actually two or three days in this case, like over the weekend essentially. Um, and yeah, this is the 52nd Ludum Dar. I found out that they do it three times a year. I was wondering, I was like, man, if they only do it two times a year, they've been doing this for 25 years. Uh, but even still with three times a year, that's kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, I ended up playing, uh, the theme this year or for this, uh, particular for number 52 was, uh, Harvest, uh, and of course I had to jump on Punk Cake made a game, uh, called Furious Farm, it's actually, I gotta admit, at least in its current state in Game Jam form, it's probably one of my least favorite Punk Cake entries, uh, I still really like it a lot, and I've been jumping in their Discord and Remy, the lead developer on this game, they were sharing, like, some, emoji or kind of like icons of like these pandas that are like kind of sad and then smiling so that definitely was not in the game jam version so i'm very much uh they usually tend to uh explore their Game Jam stuff. They've done uh, now three Ludum Dars with Shotgun King, the Terzhenev study, which I've been talking about a bunch and actually did uh, play on a stream recently as well after I did all the vertical mouse uh, horizontal or not horizontal, but just regular mouse testing, which will actually be on, uh, I think, next week's episode. If not, it'll be the following proper episode. But I talk about Terzhenev study along with like my vertical mouse escapades ever since getting that for christmas but anyways uh i think i don't think i actually started with uh furious farm but yeah it's kind of like just like a top-down like tractor racing game again with the theme being harvest or it's not really a racing game you're actually just trying to harvest as much of the grain as possible and you get a few different items that you can get like you get a molotov cocktail or like a spare tire that kind of works like a green shell in mario kart and that's sort of why i thought of like a racing game um but yeah, with with, you know, knowing that they're probably going to expand this into a full, you know, proper punk cake release, I am pretty excited, even though, you know, it it was kind of bare bones. But the like the style is amazing. The music's amazing. It almost feels like you're playing like like the theme song I was saying while I was streaming. Like it almost feels like a wrestler's theme song, especially the title music. So punk cake just never misses. And again, with me saying it's on my lower end of uh, you know, entries or just games from them in general, that doesn't necessarily mean it's not good. I've, I've played it a few times since uh, even streaming it. Like I was just like, oh, let me see if I can get the hang of it. Uh, but I ended up bouncing over to a few other games. The first game I actually streamed or during the Ludumdar stream was uh, Grow Golf from a developer, Torcado. Uh, their main like commercial game is called Heck Deck, but they've done uh, quite a few other Game Jam releases as well that I've checked out in passing, kind of, you know, just here and there, but I've definitely enjoyed everything I've ever played from them. And grow golf seems to be kind of a front runner. Uh, at the time of recording this, the results aren't in, but I think the results are coming in this weekend as far as like the winners of Dar and everything. And this one was definitely at the top of the charts every time I saw it. And you basically, it's like a top down game as well. And you kind of have this Island grid of like soil and you have one golf ball to start and that you can like launch that golf ball. Uh, and it kind of like snaps to a grid. You kind of almost like click on the screen anywhere uh, with your mouse and then pull it back almost like Angry Bird style. And then it will launch the golf ball and that will bounce off the sides of the screen like it won't just fly off the island, at least to start. Um, And it'll kind of bounce off the edge and then anywhere that the golf ball lands, it'll actually plant a new little seedling. And then you can actually. Turn the golf balls that you plant as you grow more of them into like water balls and then like have a mixture of water balls and regular balls. So you're planting them and then watering them at the same time. You have to water a tile that's been planted like three times. I know this is probably kind of confusing, uh, but yeah, I just really love checking out these game jam games. So you're actually not only watering the uh, um, like the new seedling golf ball things, but you're actually watering the tiles as well. So if they get too dried out, they'll actually like evaporate. And completely disappear, and then after, you, after they start disappearing, you can actually turn some of the golf balls into, like, rock earth balls or whatever, and then if they hit an open tile, they'll create, like, a new little piece of land on all the surrounding, you know, all nine tiles kind of surrounding it. And the space that it lands on. So really, really cool. You got to kind of like manage like by the time I was playing my last run of it on the stream, I was like, okay, I'm getting it now. And it's another game that I'd love to see explored more. Like I feel like you could just add more mechanics, more power ups and this and that. But once I, I was like, oh, I had this like tidal wave of water balls while I was planting a bunch bunch. So it's like every shot I took, I was growing a bunch more, planting a bunch more, watering the soil. I ended up, you know, shooting myself in the foot eventually. But yeah, that one was super fun. And then another one that I had a blast with was Howdy Boy Harvest. I'm a huge fan of the games from Ishmael Rodriguez. Uh, Below the Ocean is a game that I've talked about on the podcast, uh, which was actually, I believe, a game jam entry as well. I can't remember if it was Ludum Dar or uh, Game Maker's Toolkit, but it was definitely one of the bigger uh, game jams. And I remember that was kind of how I discovered their games. If I'm not mistaken, maybe even just finding stumbling across their stuff on Twitter, maybe or online somewhere. But anyways, uh, they always have this really cool, I shouldn't say always, they've done a few different styles here and there, but often they do this really cool, like one bit, mostly style with a few pops of color. So it's not one bit truly, but yeah, this game has just like a really great, like, you know, stark black background, mostly white sprites. And then yeah, a few different colors for the flowers and enemies. And I know they were talking about on the game's page. Like I was hoping to, you know, it it almost feels like playing kingdom. It's like a side scroller. And I think there's a retro game called defender or commander where you have like a mini map on the top of the screen and it just kind of loops over. Like if you keep running to the right, you'll just kind of loop over and get back to where you're at. Unlike kingdom in that regard, I guess. But uh, it really feels like it could be an awesome, like harvesting arcade game where you're like running around. You basically have to let the flower grow all the way to the top and then if you once you harvest that it'll plant seeds for like the next like upgrade of flower and then you can unlock like these boxes that give you more seeds more I don't know if they give you more money because I think you have to buy them so that would kind of Negate itself, I guess, but it also like spawns a new rain cloud and that makes the flowers grow faster. And then eventually these beetles and bugs start coming in from the side. And again, uh, Ishmael was saying on the game page, like they wanted to add in more enemies and different types of like traps you could buy and whatever. This so, this is like one of the games, probably more so than any of the others that I played, where I'm like, I really, really would love to see a post jam update because there's a lot of potential. Uh, But I guess I said the same thing about the Punk Cake game as well. Um, And one other game I checked out as well, which is a little more straightforward, but I would love to play more levels of it as well um, if the developer was interested uh, in exploring it. And it's actually the first game I've played from this developer, which I'm drawing a blank on uh, at the moment, but I'll I'll put a link in the episode description here. Uh, They didn't have like a social media page, which is why it didn't like burn into my brain or whatever. But the game was called Wheat World, and this was more of just a traditional side-scrolling platformer precision platformer with a little bit of puzzle going on as well and there's basically like these like wheat stalks throughout the stage and you just basically jump and slash those with your scythe or whatever and that will actually give you like a little bit of like a not quite a double jump but just like a little bit of extra hang time like almost like when you would do the the little like wiggle the wii remote in new super mario brothers uh on the wii or wii u like where you get that little like spin extra hang time it's like kind of more along those lines of like just a little extra air, but you do have to really like look at where's all the weed on this stage. It's kind of single screen stages. Uh, And if you harvest everything, you know, it's kind of going for a hundred percent, but it's also kind of built for speed running. There's like a timer up in the corner and then they do introduce a couple other vegetables. Like there's a carrot that more acts like a rocket when you slash it, like you kind of grab onto it when you slash it with your scythe and then it blasts you up in the air and then you can jump off it from there, slash the wheat that's like up higher up. But yeah, I really thought it was clever how much I had to think about like which wheat or which vegetable I'm going to slash first. And then they add like some corn for the last couple stages that you have to hit multiple times to harvest it. So you got to think like, okay, I got to make sure I leave this like don't completely destroy it so I can use it for that kind of double jump uh, floater mechanic. But uh, just so many, so many cool games. I played a couple others uh, that I can't think of off the top of my head, uh, but I'll try to put a link to actually just the stream I did. Uh, if I remember in the episode description here as well. But yeah, I've been doing some other streams as well. Played this other uh, just I think it was made for a different game jam now that I think about it. But I believe it's had some polish, if not uh, some post jam polish, if not, it's absolutely insane how polished this game is. It's called Stell uh, Stelloop, S-T-E-L-L-O-O-P. And this is from uh, Star Dev. That's at least their name online. It's the developer of Revita. And then with a couple other folks that worked on the music and some of the art in the opening uh, sequence, which is really awesome in both regards. Uh, But the game has this really awesome kind of similar to the Howdy Boy Harvest from Ishmael Rodriguez, like that one bit style, stark black background, white sprites with some uh, light blue sprites. And then there's like a few other colors mixed in for the different tarot cards that you draw. And it's basically like a deck-building idler game that's very heavily inspired by uh, Vampire Survivors, which I still haven't played, uh, but I really want to because it's uh, on Game Pass at this point. So there's just kind of no excuse. It's just just because people have talked about it. To, personally, it doesn't look all that appealing to me. It looks... I don't like the look of the game, and I just don't... I don't know. But it, with so many people raving about it and going, OK, I finally tried it out, and I'm hooked. I'm kind of like, and then after playing this loop game, which is inspired by it, I'm like, okay, I, I can understand the addictiveness, but I really thought Stelloop uh, added a clever, again, having not played Vampire Survivors, added some clever elements to the mix where, like, you actually don't control your character. You basically just have, like, the moon in the center of the screen, and then you're this witch on a broom that has, like, just keeps circling around the moon automatically, and then you, as you draw different cards, it's like... Upgrade it. You add new attacks. Like you just start out firing a witch bullet every so often, and then you can upgrade like the frequency of the attacks. And it's just all random draws. There's tons and tons of cards, and then after you last, I think it's like six minutes or something like that, then you can fuse multiple cards together, and you're just earning currency, which is just stars, I think, uh, by destroying enemies and every now and then you can get like cards that are, you know, get multiple stars from destroying enemies or make enemies explode. I mean, there's just tons and tons of upgrades and then you can you have a few different you can discard cards which doesn't really do anything unless you have played a card that's like gain health back if you discard a card or there's a few different, you know, perks along those lines and then there's uh it's either like search or find seek I think is what it's called and you can grab a card like, "Oh, I like this upgrade. I want to put this on the seek" like magnifying glass sort of thing. And that will actually make it slightly more likely for you to draw that card. So you can even, once you fuse cards together, those might come up and they're actually just like, at first I was like, how have they come up with all these fusions? But it's truly like, it's just one card that does two things in one, but then you can take that card, put it in the seek pile and then you might get it. You might get it anyways, but you really might say, oh man, I'm just completely beefing myself up. Like I had a run that ended up lasting like 33 minutes the screen was just completely covered like while i was streaming i was like i hope these sound effects aren't too loud cuz it is just absolutely drowning out the music almost like drowning out my ability to think like it was just absolutely crazy um but just had an honestly one of the most fun times i've had streaming and then jumped over to the Terzhenev study from punk cake after that to kind of mellow out even though that game gets pretty bullet helly as well but it's the aesthetic and everything is just a little more mellow and laid back so I just had an absolute, I've really just been having a blast streaming lately. I still haven't been able to get on like a proper schedule, uh, but I'm hoping to to get on that soon. And I was actually planning on talking about some of the stuff that I've been playing on Game Pass lately too, but I think I'm going to, wait, I dug my Xbox out of the garage after they announced uh, Hi-Fi Rush out of nowhere on Game Pass. And I was like, oh man, this looks right up Randall and I's alley, uh, which unfortunately I'm going to have to play it uh, cloud. I played just a little bit of it and I'll... Hopefully, I don't know if Randall's actually going to end up playing any of it or not, uh, but it definitely looked up both of our alleys, and I know he's been firing up the Xbox a little more frequently, and I've been also uh, now firing up mine now that I pulled it out of the garage. So at the risk of rambling on for way too long, because, yeah, like I said, I've been going on way longer than I intended to here, I was like, oh, just I'll just briefly touch on these Ludumdar uh, 52 games. But, yeah, at the risk of rambling on and on and on, I'm going to leave it there for the intro and kick it over to Randall John and I. But yeah, until next week, we'll catch you then and take care. You hyped for that, uh, retro expo, man?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, part of my thought process I was like oh in my downtime at work or otherwise I'm gonna like put together a list of like the things I want to look for and I haven't even made it that far <laughs> yet and I'm supposed to leave on Thursday uh, oh man how long are you guys going to
0: Portland it's in again I'm assuming yeah
1: yeah I'm actually going uh actually going by myself this time uh Ooh. yeah so nice like, Tina and Fiona are, are sticking back, uh, it, which c- kind of works out because like Fiona still needs naps and everything. And like in a one hotel room, that can be kind of difficult logistically, you know. So yeah. Like, yeah.
0: You can just focus on enjoying the retro. Yeah. You know, just soaking in the vibes all weekend. And, I can
1: be a slob that just sits there on the vendor floor for exactly. know, way too many hours at a time, you know, and then. Yeah go play whatever obscure arcade game that's on the floor for a while or whatever and not worry about having to run back or whatever, you know, all that fun yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah. So. I still, I, I still think probably my favorite discovery of that. Cause I don't even think I knew this game existed, but when we went and there was like you, I think you got it or maybe we just played it, but that Tetris like Japanese battle oh, yeah. Tetris game Did uh, you Tetris buy
1: that? for uh yeah. super Famicom. Yes, of course yeah Absolutely. Tetris it's
2: Battle in like, maybe
0: yeah I can't remember yeah that's not that sound both of those sounded yeah. right so yeah, I don't yeah <laughs> I don't know yeah. for sure but it's a quality game yeah it's basically like puzzle fighter meets you know Tetris yeah, with Tetris mechanics
1: because it's the yeah. official Tetris product very good game just yes. blows my
0: mind that that didn't make it over to America but
1: uh-huh it's lots of interesting decisions that way yep of games that should have come over
0: yeah what do we uh what do we feel like opening with any uh, preferences i know we were talking about winging it here but anybody feeling game. strongly with <laughs> with leading yeah. and or or closing with something i don't mind if we we can definitely wing it um as long as we just kind of know what we're gonna lead and or close with we already know what we're closing with yeah it's got to be nba baby yes gotta be nba i feel like there's no other choice at this point it's basically it's 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 that's its
1: slot in the roster that's exactly um, right yes yeah. i felt so dumb after
2: so randall and i were texting about what our expectations for the yes coming season were yes yeah I, which after, i'm already upset with my list but continue same. yes i'm yes. i'm so i'm like yes uh, it was only after i sent you it that i realized is like oh yeah the the pacers have literally no one i know yes <laughs> like yes i'm i'm happy with my position of utah because i do think yeah. that they're basically going like utah and san antonio i think are are gunning for the lottery. They're like, only fielding players because they have to. Exactly. They <laughs> traded literally everyone. Like,
1: yes, yes. San
2: Antonio had a decent, like, I forget even what player they had who was in there. Is like DeJounte third year. Murray of Seattle, yeah, d- and they traded
1: yep. him to Atlanta.
2: Yep. they they yes. traded away their only viable player because yes. he was
1: too good. Yes. <laughs> so even though Popovich is still there, so he yeah. must... He's still there? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. the winningest Man. coach of all time? I Sounds right. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think that's right. The win-
2: like, yeah, I think he officially has the, the winningest coach. And, like, it's so funny that, like, he has basically a winning record of every single season except his first season and the past two. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> which is... Unbelievable, but he is definitely, like, dragging down his average of oh, win yeah. percentage.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, There's no more David Robinsons or Tim Duncans on that roster, so that kind of That's why they're the tanking cause. for the yeah. newest. <laughs> for Victor yeah, Wimbenyana.
0: Yeah. I feel like they almost held on for, like, five years longer than they should have, like, when Dude. they had that veteran squad, and it was just kind of, they were just kind of, like, the veteran team for, yeah, like, they won so many almost a decade. Like, that's I mean, why. rightfully so, they yeah. held on, but it was Are just, they? like... They were winning. they were an old team for a long time. Absolutely. When, when he, yeah, you can't when, blame they when they first missed
2: the postseason like in it was like their first miss in like 19 straight years. And yeah. I was like can you imagine like maybe not competing every year but like having a
1: chance at the championship every single year for like oh, two decades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, unbelievable. And the pressure is kind of crazy too but I mean they won five times in that. Yeah. In that zone, so that's yeah. that's great success, considering yeah. all the competition.
2: I love Pop. Yeah. And I love he how is Spolstra cool. is the new Popovich. Oh, like, yeah. No doubt. Just that's, always that's a threat.
1: W- yeah. You That's why I put Miami up. where I did. Like, I don't think Miami's going to be as good of a team, but they right. always have regular season success and Jimmy Butler is just a dog and he oh, won't let Jimmy. them lose. <laughs> Jimmy Butler Do-
2: Jimmy Butler just wants Jimmy to Doggler. he just wants to work out and be the man. <laughs> yes. Is that a quote? Is that yeah. a direct quote from yeah. Jimmy?
1: <laughs> Jimmy Buckets baby. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy,
0: Jimmy Crack Corn.
1: So, oh, Kevin, like, just so you're aware, this this person that uh, everyone is going to be tanking for in the next season, Victor <laughs> Wembanyama, is seven foot five, but he moves like Kevin Durant. So, and okay. can kind of shoot like Kevin Durant. And
0: scores, yeah. Like, yeah. it is. <laughs> okay. uh, but, like, it's even somebody like Yao Ming dominated. So, imagine somebody like more athletic. Yes. Or, maybe the athletics, not even No, the right athletic word, and more agile. Nimble. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh my God! I'm just, that's crazy. 7'5", you seven says? foot five, and they're comparing him as like a combination of KD and Giannis in like it's one so,
0: person. That's
1: sick, Nick. I, yeah, I haven't really seen Giannis.
0: Giannis play enough, but any anybody getting compared to Kevin Durant is yes,
1: like is is top I mean, tier prospect. Giannis yeah, is one of the best six foot
0: Yeah. I can't imagine a seven foot five. Seven foot five. That's like a foot and a half taller than me. And I'm like a decently tall guy. Uh, Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Yep. That's crazy. I know. I think we've even talked about this on the podcast or save it for the cast before. But I know when we worked at Best Buy, like when Chauncey would occasionally come in or something or you're just like, what the hell? Chauncey's like six four, dude. Yeah. (laughs) He's like a pretty big guy. Yeah. It's like a shrimp on the uh, court. I know.
1: Sheed, Sheed was a bigger dude. That's for yeah, sure. Sheed and Tayshawn, too. Oh, yeah.
2: I'm sorry. He's standing at 2.2 meters tall. The fact that you can be multiple meters. I know. Is un- yeah, because oh. that's
1: even more than a yard. It's Ugh. ridiculous. He Everyone just says he looks like a 2K creative player. <laughs> like, you just put that's all amazing. the stats to Max, and you would max end up with out. this guy. Like, yeah. he doesn't look real. Like that's what Like, they're saying he's... The best prospect since lebron basically okay oh okay. and he's
2: a 209 so he's not like uh fucking twig like uh, yeah
1: yeah he doesn't look face. like chet you know where he's yeah. got like cool. nothing on his bones necessarily Good. yeah he yeah. just looks he looks like a guy who's like <laughs> six foot three or four but just kind of like elongated more he doesn't necessarily look unnatural except for how no. crazy tall he is no j- he just yeah, looks like uh, he his just his looks own, so much bigger like, oh, than everyone so else like, yes he,
0: yeah because exactly. yeah usually like Yao Ming like he's got that like lanky long mm-hmm. kind of like spindly uh, he's got mm,
2: look to him I mean him. Victor's got some uh his wingspan is oh not god
0: what's his uh, wingspan
1: like eight foot oh my god <laughs> but, but, he, but you guys are saying he's like
0: kind of Yeah, you're saying he's kind of like built and I'm sure Yao Ming had some muscles and whatnot, but, you know, he looked like a scrawny guy. A lot of those tall guys look really like scrawny and, Mm -hmm. you know, like they look like it's not a surprise that you're like, oh, yeah, Yao Ming had a bunch of injuries. Not a huge surprise. He looks kind of feeble almost. You know,
2: holy shit. Yao Ming was only seven. Okay, so Victor's listed at seven, two. But every all of these listings are lies. Yes, I don't trust anyone. But he's
1: 18.
2: He's yes. going to grow. Jeez.
1: Okay. And he has an eight foot wingspan. Oh uh. <laughs> yeah. That's just gross, man. They he's say, say gonna he's going to change the way gonna basketball is going to get played. Like, I hope I love it. I love it. I, <laughs> Every now and then
2: somebody comes around. That's for sure. So I, I have had this conversation uh, with my friend Joey, but I don't think I've had it with you, Randall. Yeah. Um, How I do not think we would have as many triple doubles If Russell Westbrook didn't like average, yeah, and like a triple double for a season, yes, because like I feel like him going out and doing that then made every superstar be like. Well, I'm better than Russell Westbrook.
1: Mm-hmm. I like so so like He made then, that a stat to target. He really but that, did. But yeah. He was That's the funny. only
2: one who was mm-hmm. going to be like, fuck it, I'm I'll do it. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll work hard like every single game. I won't yeah. take a single game off and then lose in the first round in the playoffs. <laughs> but fuck you, I can do this. And then everyone's like, Well, if he did it, then I guess we have to too. Like yep. I can't yeah. be outshone by him. So, but then yep. like that cemented him as, like, well, he averaged triple-double for a season. He like, really did. Yeah, you can't fucking take that away from <laughs> him. You can't argue.
0: Him. You can't really argue about it, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even a fan, but you're like, man, you can't argue that the guy is not contributing to the team. Yes!
1: Of course, you can't yeah. even try to accomplish that without the the usage, basically. Like, mm. the ball was always in his hand for that to be accomplished. Right. But It you did know, not hey.
2: translate to team success, but
1: <laughs> No. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: But at the same time, then that, like, set a standard where it's like, well, no, like, if
1: you're not doing it, at least that, then you're, are you really even trying? True. Yeah. Uh, I, ra- I ranked the Knicks last, and that was a mistake. They're
0: not going to be that bad. So. I know. Yeah. yeah. Has the, dr- the has the draft happened yet?
1: Uh, yes, for the previous season, yes, but now like this upcoming season, all anyone's ever going to talk about is this next draft, basically.
0: So no, yeah, no, so nobody has this kid yet. He'll Not be yet. The no. next
1: season. Nope, the yep. tanks haven't started yet. Yeah, I, <laughs> hate,
0: I hate that I'm old enough to call upcoming athletes kids now. Oh yeah, like, just He's by 18. default. Like oh, I. Yes. I, I fair, yeah, like a... I, I, always used to say in my head like as soon as I, as soon as I'm older, than... College athletes is what I used to say as like a kid, kid. Then I'll know I'm old. But yeah, I'm like <laughs> under, when when I'm like getting borderline like running back retirement age, <laughs> you know, it's like it's kind of start to feel old. Yep. When it, yeah, just like when announcers are constantly like, "Oh yeah, time for him to hang up the cleats," <laughs> and you're like, "Man, I'm just like I'm I'm supposed to be in my prime over here." I thought. Yep. Coming Guess to the end of who
2: it. the current oldest player is in in, in the basketball? NBA. Yeah, in the
1: uh, yeah udonis haslam let's go You got it in one nice nice
2: one team 42 years of age
1: yeah well i mean that's it's also because he doesn't actually play basketball right i know he's a coach coach. on the bench (laughs) he's holding the clipboard and coaching up
0: the young guys and like hey i won a championship once
2: yeah oh Maybe I figured it was. He's got more than, should been than one, right? Yeah, he won. He was on for every. Yeah, he might even be. He w- might have been on the heat. Think he can't like three or four. Yeah. Yeah. He's a three time champ. Yeah. He was definitely on the Dwayne Wade uh... teams. Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah he man. was.
2: God. Love it.
1: That's cool. Yeah. He was a quality role player during those days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He contributed a big contributor to yeah. that
0: team for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah, he's the oldest player in the NBA right now at 42. <laughs> nice.
1: Which, yeah, coming God. up on Tom Brady years. Although Vince Carter was kind of pushing that as an active oh, player. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's v- true. And,
2: but he also, like, he could sink it from. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah. He was, like, once you like uh, yeah it's always that whole god we got to start this episode at some point <laughs> but like yeah well, like he it's was the still whole ray allen under the leg. thing where it's like you know he doesn't really need to move up and down the court he mm. just toss the he ball he just to needs him to at get the three open
0: point line. yeah yeah, yeah. you need to call you just need to call good plays and have him post up in the corner and if mm-hmm. you can if you can get ray allen open he's gonna be good till he's, he's gonna 45 hit. Yeah. yeah honestly yeah. yes as long as he has got the stamina, basically. What's
1: wild now is there's players like LeBron that might legitimately be that uh, at 45. Like I could, there's going to be a world where players like that are in the league, and like graduate to that
0: type at, of player. Yeah, like okay, yeah, I can't drive, I can't drive the lane like I used to, but I can still, you know, pretend like I'm gonna and then pull a jump shot. And mm-hmm. that was a yeah. There was
2: a I I like I do like sports anime but I like Mm -hmm. it when it's realistic because Mm -hmm. there was a sports anime or a sports manga that I read that was just like the most insane limits of basketball. It was like this team scored 80 to zero. <laughs> it was like their defense is just so good. This player inbounded the ball and shot at like a sunk a basket from mm-hmm. across the court. I'm like, this is dumb. I hate this. It's literally yeah. not a well, legal like,
0: play. Uh, that's well, not like how in, it works. <laughs> it's like in space jam too. It's like you're rooting for like the tune squad to win, mm-hmm. but then you, you're also kind of not rooting for Michael Jordan to be a ball hog and dunk it from half court with his stretch Armstrong <laughs> you arm. You're kind of like, what the score? hell? Throw it to Bill Murray. Yeah, he's Bill wide Murray's open, right man. He's there. he's calling for it. Or uh, even Newman's over there. Like he's oh, getting yeah. passing, the oh. passing the rock, passing the rock. But I just remember thinking, like, man, I'm glad I wanted them to win, but like, this is kind of sucks. I kind of hate Michael Jordan I for this, like, game here, <laughs> this selfish dunk here at the end. He's got, he's got to win the game, you know. Oh, I want the
2: Sean Marion monstar and the Muggsy oh, yeah,
0: Bogues baby. monstar. Yeah, yeah. who says the bunny can't jam, man?
1: <laughs> that right. That's right. They did base them on on real basketball players. Yeah, that was yep. cool.
2: Yeah, because they like suck their powers out, right? It was not Sean Mary. What's the name of
0: him? Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. Was it Kemp? No. It was like, but they said, they was like Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues. uh, Charles Barkley. Barkley. You're not Charles Barkley. You're just just a wannabe (sighs) who looks like like him. Be gone, gone, boy. That was probably my most quoted line from a movie as a kid. That's great monsters
1: nba movie. players yep barkley patrick ewing larry johnson ewing. Larry. sean bradley and monsie bradley Bates. bradley okay
2: uh, i knew it wasn't mary forgot or, about him it wasn't totally the Matrix. About him. come on
0: that's sweet yeah but okay what are we thinking here you want to take the lead with some cozy grove john <laughs> sure Or because I'm thinking maybe I should just save Wilder Place for either a save it for the cast intro or something. And we could just do Cozy Grove, Pocky, Zelda and NBA because I feel like that'll be conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to have that fifth game in there. That'll be plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or we could lead with Pocky and Rocky, whichever whatever you guys would prefer. I don't. Either way, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I just figured in my head I was like splitting it up like and I had I was going to lead and just mention uh, Wilder Place briefly, and then I was like, oh, okay, it'll be me, then John on Cozy, then Pocky and Rocky with me and Randall, then me and John, well, everybody on Zelda, and then Basketball, so we got a good spread regardless. Yeah, whatever works. Um, I don't know, anybody have a preference between Cozy or Pocky being the lead? Pocky's, like, kinda new, I guess, but, like, not that new.
1: Yeah, in one sense, I guess it's yeah.
0: new. <laughs> like, it's not really new, especially no. by the time this episode comes out yeah um another few weeks so yeah really no or we could lead with zelda and wrap it and like and then put the stuff in the middle and then wrap it with nba let's start with pocky let's do it okay i like it initiative baby i like it just making a choice
1: there you go Mm
0: -hmm. i love it john john and dj are always great for like just making a choice like when we're playing random games like I feel like DJ especially is just like speedrunners, or you are always like, let's just play conduct together. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> like, like why, are, why are we thinking about this? We, we are going together. to spend 10 minutes <laughs> saying, well, what do
2: you want to play? Yeah, to play? it's like, all right, we'll pick a game. And if we don't like it, we'll switch.
0: Yeah, it's, right. like, it's like coming up with a boss fight set list. Just like, what do we want to play first? Yeah. What's a, like? What do we want? To, what songs do we want to play? Um, <laughs> nice. All right. So we'll do Pocky, then Cozy. Than Zelda, than NBA. Nice conversational one. I like this. Pocky, yeah.
1: cozy Zelda, NBA.
0: Because I don't know. I'm sure we'll get into some just pocky in general. Um, yeah. This was reshrined. What we're about I'm just so.
2: gonna look at it to get my
0: yeah pocky, pocky and rocky, and reshrined,
1: rocky reshrined.
0: Which got a nice little bit of uh, censorship in America, unfortunately. Oh,
1: I am unaware of this. We'll we'll get into it. Yeah. Is it it. the balls on
2: the Tanuki?
1: Oh, that would make sense. I don't, it actually, I don't think is, but maybe. That's that's definitely a thing, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's that,
0: but it's pretty much the equivalent. It's the equivalent of that, almost.
1: Were there balls on Rocky in the Super Nintendo games? I don't remember.
2: Let's see.
1: Should I Google Pocky and Rocky balls? I'm looking Pocky
0: and Rocky (laughs) Reshrined censored. (laughs) Yeah. It's very minimal, but... Oh, whatever. Like, I was bummed just in the sense of, like, I don't like... Like, it's like, I don't want to support censorship, but I had already ordered it. So, I was like... Like, in my head, I was like, I would order the, you know, Japanese version just to have the true version, but... It doesn't make any sense. It's not the end of the world. No. No. It's not even...
2: It's just or kind of silly. It's like, why would they censor testicles? This? Instead, yeah, it's, 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 it's just...
0: truly like, why is more than anything. Like, why? What difference did this make to anyone? Yeah. This is other ridiculous. Other than to the people that censored it, like, wh- who cared? Yeah, I, that's what I want to know. But I mean, I saw
2: plenty of breasts in Castlevania with their monsters. Yeah, man.
0: Right. That's the only reason I play games, man. I tried to get the <laughs> Tomb <Toon> Raider <laughs> secret code. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. That was, I mean, that kind of was a thing in the 90s,
0: though. It definitely was. uh, was. I mean, Duke Nukem, that was like pretty much like the, oh, yeah, just go to the strip club in the demo, man. Um, Duke Nukem. Yeah. God. In the shareware release. Duke Nukem for never. (laughs) That's where where I'm at with that series. I mean, yeah. Uh, Someone pointed
2: out that I think Beyond Good and Evil has uh, three has had a longer period of being unreleased than duke nukem forever.
0: Oh, that's no, brutal. No, beyond, beyond good and evil 2, There is Oh <laughs> my god, yeah, really. it is. It's, two. Still, yeah. it's still number 2. Brutal. That they it was supposed wasn't that supposed to be an Xbox game like maybe 360? I think the, 360, Yeah, I guess the original was on Xbox. Yeah. And yeah. it's like been in talks since that era, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But it kind of cool that it's still floating around, I guess. I hope I mean, probably doesn't bode well for the game, but (laughs) just cool that it's like isn't just dead in the water, I guess. I don't know.
1: Just release it.
0: Yeah, for real. Just give it. Yeah. At some point, like I feel like at some point with some of those releases that just drag on, like just put it out there as as the
2: resident Metroid Prime. Fan on the podcast, yeah, I, yep. <laughs> I've known nothing but <laughs> give me something. You remember give me something? <laughs> I forgot, I
0: kind of forgot about
1: remember that. Remember Metroid Prime 4?
0: I truly can't believe they haven't like released the trilogy or something on Switch, e- even just like the first Prime on Switch, like just to like wet people's whistle. But I guess they did dread. Hey, hey,
2: weird. everybody, it's Pursuing Pixel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let me jot down the time here on my end. Oh, Nintendo. Nintendo, indeed. Oh, my God. Super chill, bro. (laughs) Fucking hell, man. It's pretty funny. The comments on TikTok can be pretty funny. I will say, though, man, sometimes when I go to, like, you know check notifications or whatever just like oh i'd usually check like every couple days or something because you can't yeah. schedule like 10 days in advance so i'll just schedule two videos or a day or something and then uh when i go on I, it's so easy to just get lost in like the feed and just refreshing and like oh here, dumb video dumb video dumb video you just watch like 50 of them in a row and oh, yeah saying, what, sure. am yep. what am i doing what am mm-hmm. i doing it's the whole but, point lizard yeah. brain yep But I will say there are some pretty funny ones and I've said it before, I think to John or whatever, but like a lot of times now my sister and I will like send TikToks back and forth to each other that are like kind of funny and then we'll start texting back and forth. So it's like, yeah, we, we went from hardly ever texting to like, now we like goof around and laugh at dumb TikTok videos. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool as much as it's a dumb, you know, thing. It's like, Hey, it's actually been added a couple of bonuses to my life. So Everything's a dumb thing yeah exactly exa- that's couldn't be more true
2: i think i think half the time my sisters are happy that like you know well yeah we just send videos to each other and then also sometimes john just gets super high and talks about communism for an hour
0: it's <laughs> hey. pretty on brain. that's amazing yeah that's amazing
2: <laughs> sometimes i wonder if people actually enjoy my
0: company i definitely do Me too. i definitely do In i doses. love the, i love oh. no the rants are some of my favorites God. The rants are some of my faves. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a clap. John is <laughs> wrestling like, over here, baby.
2: This is like a physical comedy <laughs> like a 2000s <laughs> movie.
1: Like Charlie Chaplin over here. I know, yeah, the silent film. This is
2: I need that's amazing. we need to do a recording more often a than comedy. a month because apparently that's how long it takes for this fucking garbage mic stand to
0: rust over <laughs> or whatever christ alive hi guys how you doing <laughs> hello john uh, yeah thanks for squeezing this in too because i know we were, we were just texting on huh? the band thread earlier and john was like oh i'm good and i'm like busy till the 17th so i was like oh man i was like if you're swamped we can always uh reschedge but
2: at, at this point in the day like it doesn't make a difference like
0: who, <laughs> yeah, like and if I, I don't get a
2: thing done at 9 p.m who the fuck is gonna complain right <laughs> right